Welcome back to Unapologetically V Podcast with Vanessa Lundy. This is season two, episode six. And today on episode six, I'm going to be talking about showing up. So I'm super fired up about this conversation because this morning, uh, the last two weeks, I've been hosting a, um, what's that called? A chat on the clubhouse talking. Of, it's called Wake Up With V 5 a.m. call time because a lot of people hit me up throughout the years in the last few months being like, oh, I want to be a morning person and how do I do it? So I said, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just do a group and see who wants to show up. I think I limited it to like 10 people because I don't want it to be too noisy and I want people to be able to hear what they have to say. And I think I talked about in another um, episode how I became a morning person. And when I thought about showing up and I was talking about it this morning on the clubhouse, I kind of spiraled and went to a rabbit hole. Maybe not a rabbit hole, but I just kind of took it back. And I was deciding, um, sorry for the breathing. I was like running here like madly to record. But um, I was telling them how, you know, showing up isn't always easy. It sounds cute. And, you know, passion and purpose sounds really cute and chosen. But sometimes it's lonely and it's frustrating. When I started becoming a morning person and waking up at 5 a.m., it wasn't always comfortable. I remember being up cold, crying and being like, why the hell am I doing this? Like, what's in it for you? You know, and it, it, it was the same thing when I had a nine to five. I showed up, I had a nine to five, but on the weekends I was vending and selling vintage clothing. And then I was also in school full-time obtaining a criminal justice degree. And then I remember being late and forgetting about Fashion Week and going to my team leader because I worked at a call center. And I was like, hey, um, I need to go to Fashion Week tomorrow. Like, I need the day off. So this is with two kids, a husband, running a household, school, but I still show up. And, and I noticed that showing up separates those who are doers and commentators. You know, um, I remember going to Fashion Week for the first time in 2013. And I didn't know how to get into shows. I might have been like 28. <clears throat> Excuse me. I might have been like 28. And I remember being like, you know what? I'm going to see what this fashion week shit's about. Like, I always thought about it. And for someone who's always been obsessed with fashion, who's always loved dressing up, who loved putting on shows for my family when they came over, I thought, man, you're starting kind of late. But I am I consider myself a late bloomer. I've done things differently at a different time than everyone else. But being a late bloomer means showing up to a party late still well-dressed and have, if not best dressed, and still having the time of your life. So I remember going to Fashion Week 2013 with my sister, and that's my ride or die. I said, yo, let's go see what this Fashion Week shit's about. I showed up in a blizzard, didn't know what to expect at Lincoln Center. The minute I walked into the steps, I could see it now, I walked on the steps leading up to the center of Lincoln Center, somebody stopped me. I was like, who are you? It was a photographer from Essence. Two, three minutes later, I'm posted up on a side because... Again, I don't know Fashion Week, and I'm waiting for Milu, Milu B, uh, Merlene, to show me the ropes on, on, on how to get into Fashion Week. And I'm just standing out there, and then somebody else comes up to me, and they're like, can I take your picture? And I was like, what? Because her accent was super heavy. I was like, take my picture. Who are you? And she goes, we're with Vogue. And I said, oh, with Vogue? Okay. Mm, no big deal. I didn't get into any shows. I ended up getting into, excuse me, Lincoln Center, but just being able to walk around and get goodie bags. But that wasn't up. But the six, seven-year-old me thought, wow, Vanessa, you did it. I felt like a princess walking into Lincoln Center. I had like a vintage fur coat on, long skirt, a vintage hat, nice earrings. And I think I had um, like a nice brooch or something. But 
like I was excited. I thought to myself, wow, this is your first time at Fashion Week. You're getting stopped by all of these publications. And it just felt good. It was a it was a great reward for showing up. But before you show up, there is no guarantee. And too many people uh, love the idea of the outcome of showing up and the luxury and the money that comes with it or the fame and they clout chase. But the thought of actually working on it uh, um, makes them mad or like uncomfortable. And uh, Coffee Talk, for example, I remember coming up with the thought of Coffee Talk in like maybe 2015. It was a hot summer day. I'm sitting in my home and I was having coffee and I thought to myself, you know what? The mornings is when I set the tone for my day. It's when I decide the type of day I'm going to have, you know, set the, the tone in the house and so forth. And I thought to myself, I'm going to have something called Coffee Talk. I did. I shot at my home with the Vogue magazine, uh, a, a little tea set. And then I had one sleeve on because it was hot as shit. And I said to my little sister, shoot this like this over my head. That picture's been going viral for years. Uh, no tag, but it doesn't matter. Like it's it's it, it reminds me of what I did and I leaped and I showed up. Sure enough, I posted on a Wednesday. On a Saturday, 15 people showed up. 15 people showed up and I didn't know if they were going to show up. So so showing up doesn't always result in money. Showing up just means you're taking a chance and you're investing in yourself to see what can come of it. All of the opportunities that I've ever been given came from me showing up. I've never had to submit or ask or clout chase for a publication. I just showed up because I thought to myself, okay, what do I have to lose? So when people are like, oh, how do you get into uh, Fashion Week? I show up. How did you start Coffee Talk? Coffee Talk went on for, for four years. I didn't charge at all. I showed up. How do you get things up and running and starting a brand? I showed up. Showing up when you don't have the money, showing up when you don't have the backup of the cheerleaders, it's tough. And even with, with Coffee Talk, eventually I started charging, I think, at least $10. I was paying the people that I featured and, but I was paying them out of pocket. I never have a problem investing into my own brand. My business partner always says, oh, Vanessa, you're spending too much money recording. Oh, Vanessa, you're spending too much money doing this, doing that. But it's like, if I don't show up for myself and I don't do it right, who's going to trust? Who's going to want to want to co-sign on a, on a podcast and you're doing that shit in your closet? And it sounds, gar it sounds like garbage. Who's going to want to show up uh, and, and let you be on their team when you can't show up for a free coffee talk? So when I did start charging for 10, 15 bucks, I charge to keep people accountable. You must show up because one thing I don't play about is uh, my time, which is why I don't easily do that whole, let me pick your brain. Let me pick your brain. You can't pick my brain. You can have a consultation with me. And and if I decide in between time or on social media or on the phone that I want to give you some nuggets or some marketing or something like that, I'll give it to you. But, but I respect my time too much to let somebody else play with it. If somebody ever wasted my time once, you don't get a second time. And the reason why I'm serious about that is because I show up. I remember being at Fashion Week one time. I was there for six, seven days. I did all seven days of Fashion Week. And then I was an extra on Empire, the show. It was like a season finale. I can't remember what season, but it was when Taraji was wearing the yellow and the baby blue. She had fur on. And we couldn't talk to the 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 actors. So I remember being in New York, it was a blizzard, at the airport, stuck, bumped into a dope artist called uh, Adam Ness. I always share his um his music. I'll share it again when 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 this goes live on 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 the on the podcast. But I remember meeting him and being stuck and being delayed and then showing up to Chicago at like midnight and having to be 
on set at 5 a.m., ankle swollen. And I remember being dressed up, doing the red carpet scheme. And then Taraji Henson passes by and she says to me, she mouths to me like whispers and she goes, love your outfit. I was wearing a velvet long dress, a head wrap and an amazing gold piece. It was like a fum jump head wrap. And I tied it the way Paola had did it for me years ago or the year prior. And then I had a dope neck piece and she said to me, I love your outfit. So even though I'm in like minute 33 something and I don't know, nine seconds of the finale, again, the six, seven year old me that used to say, oh, I want to be on Broadway or be an actor. I was happy. And I thought, look at you, you showed up, you showed up for one thing. So yeah, everybody can't see that you're in the season for now. But the fact that you showed up, you just got more than motivation. Taraji P. Henson, a dope Black actress that's killing it, stopped and took her time to compliment you, Vanessa Lundy, of Vanna Vane, that you look amazing. You can't, you can't pay for that shit. But not a lot of people want to show up. I'm sitting there eating Funyuns. I miss my kids. Prior to getting to Chicago, I'm in a train train station crying because my son might have been like seven or six at the time. I was like, mommy, 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 when are you going to come home? And um, you promised me to play Ninja Turtle. And I remember crying because I was just like, shit, what am I doing this for? Like, my money's running out. I'm spending mad money. I was, I, I think I was staying with Harrison at the time. That was before I was making enough money to kill it with Ubers and also stay at a hotel. Wasn't even getting any brand sponsorships. And that's before I started getting really creative about offering packages. But I remember being cold and crying and just thinking like, I miss my kid, but I have to show up. My mother's holding it down back home. My husband was holding it down back home. And I showed up to Chicago. I had the time of my life, came back with swollen ankles. And I said, look, guys, I showed up and I explained to my son why I wasn't able to play, um, you know, Ninja Turtle with him and that there was a delay and so forth. But again, I showed up. So when people see it and and I share it and I share my publications and I share that I was on TV, or I'm on Chronicles. Oh my God, that's amazing. That's amazing. But it's the work behind the scenes. I show up all the time. I show up at home. I show up on a car. I show up on set. One of the stories I shared this morning uh, um, on, on the Clubhouse was how I was an assistant to a stylist, a dope stylist in Boston named, named Sarah. So it was December, 2019. They asked me to do the gig. It was a tri-state gig. And I said, I really don't feel like doing this. It wasn't like, it was a great company, but it wasn't like the most exciting shoot. It's winter, you know, seasonal depression or whatever. And it's just like always harder for me to get up. I've never been diagnosed with it, but I feel like it does have an effect on my mood. So I showed up uh, nonetheless. And I said, okay, you guys are staying here. My mother held it down. I showed up. And then the last stop was in Connecticut. So after working out, I had tights on, a little leopard scarf, and a woman comes in and she's in a floor-length mink. Caught my eye. I was like, come on, honey. Auntie, rich vibes, just look really dope. Gave her a compliment. She gave me a compliment on my athleisure look, said she loved my scarf on my head. And she said to me, you know, I've always been looking for someone to help me with my wardrobe, with my closet. Do you know anyone? I looked at her like, girl, you must be playing. Hell yeah, I know someone. I said, it's me. I didn't say hell yeah, but I was like, you're looking at her. And she goes, oh, but you said you live in Boston. I said, yeah, but for a fee, excuse me, for a fee, you can have me fly out and or pay for this way, that way, hotel stay and blah, blah, blah. She pulled out, she's old school. She pulled out a planner. She filled it out. And um, she said, what about this date? You can tell she was a serious woman, businesswoman. She was like, what about this date? I'm like, that works perfectly fine. Had a um, snowstorm, canceled it, and then went and met her later on that month 
went to Wayne, New Jersey, went to her home, um, had a great time, had tea. She had lunch prepped for me. Her husband left for the day, had a great uh, uh, shop my closet um, service. And then we went over time. She paid. And then not only did she pay, she gifted me with a fur coat, off-white fur coat. And because she remembered that I, I liked hers at the hotel. So I say, I share that story and I say all that to say, if I didn't show up as an assistant, even though often I feel like, oh, okay, I know I can do this work. I can do this work. I can do it. But that's not my time. That's not what I'm there for. So because I showed up as a student, as an assistant to help somebody else, I then meet someone else who's now my top client, who's also still getting services from me. We talked through the, throughout the pandemic, but I got all that because I showed up. So a lot of people see the outcome and they don't, you know, how, how many people is willing to just show up and assist somebody when you think you can do the job? Ego tells you, uh, I like the outcome, but I don't feel like it. Like I'm so-and-so. Humility tells you, show up, learn. You can never learn too much. It's a check. And then what you do with that is you turn it around, you learn the lesson and you apply it to your gift. But if I didn't show up, it's nothing to do with the jacket. The, the, the fur coat is dope, but that's that's my new compared to the story. It's, wow, you showed up, Vanessa, in a storm. Left your kids, and it was snowing, and I had to drive to Rhode Island for 45 minutes to, no, I had to drive to Connecticut at that time for like, I don't know, two hours and some change. But but again, I showed up. So so when I talk to my friends and I tell them like, yo, stop playing, the, the delivery is very raw because there's nothing funny and there's nothing cute about wasting your time. There's nothing cute about having talent. And literally the only thing that's stopping you is a thought. And let me just mention, because we're, we're in trying times, I'm not talking about if you got a mental health, mental illness that you're like, oh, fuck it, you're lazy. No, 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 we're not talking about that. We're not talking about you being poor and not trying. We're not talking about you having a mental illness, dealing with depression, anxiety, and not trying. I'm talking about if you're capable and the only thing that's stopping you is your laziness, People are lazy. People just don't like to show up, but they love the fluff. They love, they, they, they love and they're they're obsessed and fantasize with the outcome of somebody else's work that they put in, but they don't care to start from the front and realize, oh, they they either were homeless or didn't have something. Everybody great that you follow, every millionaire, everybody that you look up to, they all have a story. So so it's easy, but then it's hard. It's easy because all it takes is an action and opportunity is not going to come grab you off the couch. And a lot of people are just one decision, one movement away. Literally your blessing be behind the door, but you're too lazy. My bed's comfortable. It's winter. I need heat. You know, I'd rather gossip. I'd rather talk about what I saw on a gram. I'd rather share a story. Yo, you use your energy wisely. That's why not just anybody can pick my brand because it's like, yo, first of all, I'm gonna charge a fee. Second of all, I'm not just anybody. I don't, I don't play about my time. So when I am available to you, you gotta respect it. And I'm hard on people because I'm hard on myself because it's like, I can't get here you know, I, I'm not where I'm at and where I'm going because I was lazy. So the mind, the, the mind is a sensitive, but powerful thing because the mind, when, when you're really lazy and procrastinate and it tells you, fuck, I got to move a whole mountain. I got to, I got to just push a whole house. And really when you decide to do it, you're like, oh, that shit was just a feather. I was just lazy as fuck. So you got to be honest with yourself. And that's why I tell people you either want it or you or you don't. People love a fluffy, they love a fluffy conversate, uh, con uh, topic, a fluffy title. Hey, these are the five ways that you can be a millionaire in two days. Nah, it should be a one page book. You either want it or you don't. You're lazy or there's something stopping you. But it's just like, I, I still play around and I still procrastinate some days. You know what I tell myself? 
bitch, you're just lazy. <laughs> you know, when I got pregnant at 16, I wasn't showing up. I hated school. And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm pregnant. I remember saying to myself as I'm walking to my my counselor, my advisor's office, I said, I said, bitch, you gonna you gonna have a whole baby and not have a, a, a high school degree? I got that shit together so quick and I said, you gotta show up. Went to night school, went to summer school to catch up, got my shit together, graduated on time with a baby on my hip because I had to show up. So it's like I, I was in college. I had a second child and I said, oh, you got a, you got a second child and, and you still didn't tap into this business. I went harder. So it doesn't take children for me to do it. But those are two important times where I remember being like, oh, shit, balls to the wall. There's, 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 there's no excuse. When I wanted to start a podcast and I had my Yeti microphone in the corner and I wasn't working on it and my kids was like, oh, that that podcast is going really good. That's how we are in the house. We're really raw. And I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go find a studio and I'm going to record and I don't care how much money it is. And now that I leveled up and I have this type of content and this quality, I'm not going to go down. I'm not going to be recording in my closet. I showed up and I paid out of my own pockets and that's okay. So when somebody does come and they want to pour into uh, uh, Unapologetically V Podcast, you know it's done. It's done with dope engineers at a dope spot. So you're going to want to do it. But I showed up. Get in the habit of showing up for yourself without a promise. Purpose doesn't work that way. Faith doesn't work that way. And to, and, and, and to talk about showing up on a whole different level, spiritually, when everything was going bad for me and I was complaining like, oh my God, God, why me? Why this? Why that? He's the God that wants you to show up too. I made two steps and he made the rest of the 98 steps. But when I was just complaining and nothing and not doing anything and not showing up, I was complaining more than I was praying, pouting more than prayer. It didn't work out for me. He was just like, oh, okay. And then when I really started praying and I showed up in my faith and I said, God, I need you because it is tough. Pick me right up. So even God needs you to show up. He's not going to come pull you off the couch and be like, here's these blessings I have for you. You got to want that shit bad enough. You don't want it bad enough. Be real with yourself. But when you see that you're no longer able to have certain people in your corner or have conversations with. And, and I was saying on my Instagram the other day, I'm not, I don't have conversations with just anyone. I don't affiliate with just anyone. My mother was saying to me the other day, you're just like your uncle. You don't like to be on the phone too long. I said, mommy, it's not that I don't like to be on the phone too long with you. You're talking about your friend who refuses to show up spiritually and is stuck spiritually. And while I, I'm not against somebody being stuck because I was once there, I'm like, you can't want it more for her than she wanted for herself. Where the fuck do I got time to be on the phone hearing about somebody else's laziness? I don't have time. I got two kids. I got to feed off my energy. I got money to make. And it's just like, show up. So don't just show up on Instagram with a nice outfit. Don't just show up only when the blue check is there. Don't just do live when your favorite person is showing. Show the fuck up because you deserve that. Start showing up without no rewards. We're not kids. And if you don't want it, say you don't want it. You could show up while still at a nine to five. Show up, do your work really well so you can be respected and go on to the next level. If you're freelancing, show up, send a resume, you know, put in the work. But people can read through that more than you know. When people will talk to me, be like, oh yeah, girl, you're killing it. You know, there was a point where when I when I first came on the Boston scene, I remember just trying to build with so many people, so many people, and a lot of them want to fuck with me. And at first I thought, you know, hum- uh, ego will tell you that, well, they just don't like you, da, da, da. And I, and, and I didn't let that get in the way. I said, you know what? You're new on this scene. They don't owe you anything. So work, work, work. Year two, year three happened. Nothing from some of them. I said, okay, motherfuckers just don't want to fuck with me. Cool. And then when I'm at Fashion Week, I'm in the papers. I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Oh, V, how you get in the papers? How you get on Fashion Week? And it's just like, wait. I've been showing up. 
supporting, being in a community, making sure I put work back in the community because not because I need people to say that I did it because I wish somebody did that for me when I was young. I wish I had a coffee talk when I was in Brooklyn as a kid. I wish I wish I had a 5 a.m. wake up call uh, um, at, at 28, 29 when I was up crying 4.30 in the morning because I'm tired because I have two kids and, and, and school to finish. I wish I had that. But I can rest assured knowing that I put that back, I gave that back, and I don't charge. And I still give some nuggets for free. But it goes to those who come looking for nothing, and I can read their energy because I'm very intuitive. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give them some nuggets. I'm going to give, and I don't need the credit. You don't ever need to tell anybody that because everything's not about a dollar. We got to stop putting everything with a dollar. If you go into a clubhouse room, it don't need to be 5,000 people or your favorite celebrity in there for you to catch a nugget. Some of the best rooms I've been in on clubhouse has been a room with four or five people. Man, I, the books were running. I talk a lot. I ain't even asked to come up there and talk because I'm just, I'm being a student. Be a student. Show up for yourself. But you can't expect to be on somebody's team and not want to put in the work. How many times have you seen somebody show up to the gym uh, with, with, with their bag after the championship? This shit don't work like that. You got to be with them shooting in the gym, like like uh, uh, Drake said. <laughs> You know, like you you, you, you got to show up to practice. You got to be consistent. And then you join the winning team. A lot of y'all want to join the winning team just because it looks cool. And it's the clicks and it's the hype. Whole team winning. No, you're, you're clout chasing. I'm a cheerleader. I'm happy for other people. But I'll be damned if I'm just sitting here clapping for other people and I don't work on myself. What about my brand? What about Vanna Vane? What about Vanna Vane Vintage? What am I going to tell my kids? Show up. Show up. Show up. So yeah, I'm super passionate about showing up because that's how I ever got anything. So when I see people trying to waste my time, my my reply is like, oh yeah, you know, because because wisdom and humility has taught me that everybody doesn't need that raw, you know, put in their place type of thing. But I I be looking at some people like I can read right through you. You you want the answers. You just want, you know, the the handbook, but are you really gonna do it? There's been times in the past where I bought an ebook and I never used it because I didn't want it bad enough. Days when I procrastinate, I'd be like, you don't want it bad enough. But be honest with yourself and then be certain that you're not you're not misusing other people's time because when you're inconsistent with other people's time, you may never have another chance to do it again. Show up for yourself. Show up with what you have, you know, where you have it. Shoot at your house. Be an intern. Email. Take notes if you have to. But if you can't show up for yourself for free to go to work without pay, to go to Fashion Week without pay, what if, if you can't show up for free, you can't charge a fee. <laughs> I thought about that in the car. If you can't show up for, for free, you can't charge a fee. How dare you charge somebody for something and you never even were willing to show up as a student? Kids don't get paid to go to school. You don't get paid to go to college because you're learning something. You're putting in the work. That's showing up. If Beyonce told you to wake up at 5 a.m., would you wake up at 5 a.m.? You'd be running. So you could show up for Beyonce, who's mastered her game, but you can't show up for yourself for free? I'm scared of you. You were time waste and a cloud chaser. You got to show up for yourself. It doesn't mean 5 a.m. is for you. It doesn't mean you can't have a 9 to 5 and show up. There's no rules to this. Showing up is a character thing. You either have it or you don't. So that's my thoughts on showing up. Show up, show up for yourself. Show up with what you have, where you are. What you have is good enough. But most importantly, the world doesn't show up for you. You can't manifest. God doesn't show up for you. Nothing shows up for you until you show up for yourself. My name is Vanessa Lundy. Thank you for joining Unapologetically V podcast. I'll be talking to you guys soon on episode seven. Also, be sure to check out the website, www.vanavain.com. That's V-A-N-A-V-A-I-N.com for weekly blog posts 
And every single Wednesday, consistently, there's going to be a podcast at 11 a.m. And I'll talk to you guys soon. 